Okay, good morning, good chaydesh. Shkayich everyone for coming. Uh, very exciting to see the chizuk as we uh, prepare for Elo the Yom and the Rayim. So I want to give a shir, which is Halach uh, Lamaisa, although we won't be learning Shulchan Aruch. And that is because many times we get to Rosh Hashanah and we open the machzer and we're just stumped. What are we davening for? What is going on today? It's probably the bigger question. If I know what's going on today, then I know what to daven for. But if you look in the in the psukim in Chumash, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, it's almost quite elusive. Like what? What is going on? It's very very chaser, uh, as they would say. It says in the Parshas Emer, "Ve'davar shalom yisraelimar davar ben yisraelimar b'chaydesh hashvi b'echad chaydesh." On the seventh month, the first day of the month, Yelochem Shabbosam. Okay, we have to rest. Can't do any malachas. It says in the next pasuk. But what about the essence of the day? Four words: Zichrin Tura Mikra Kaidash. Zichrin Tura. Should be blowing a shayfer. We learn from there that which are different types of of tkiyos. The psukim the chumash. Just talk about the shayfer. That that's it. That is the holiday. Komalechas avadeli sasav yikrafta mishal hashem. Yeah, I got to bring a carbon. That's listed in Parshas Pinchas. So what you know, Yom Kippur is quite easy to understand. All the alchets. Easy, um, the, the ideas are, are quite straightforward. Chuva, 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 chuva. Rashana, are we crying? Doesn't sound like it. What should we be thinking about when we're davening? When we're reading Malchias, Zacharnas, and Shifras, what, do, what, is the, what does Hashem want from us? And what do Chazal expect from us? This is a Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah. I only printed the Gemara here, I apologize. It says in the Mishnah, on the previous, literally the previous page, it's a famous Mishnah. Mishnah says that um, four times, four chapters of the year, the world is judged on the Tavuas on Pesach, Shavuos, and uh, and also on on, on Sukkot is the Mayim, and then on Rosh Hashanah, Kol Ha'Olam is Nidain. The whole entire world is judged. They passed. They passed in front of a Kadosh Baruch Hu Kibbeni Maron. Like soldiers, some say like sheep, and uh, that's what Chazal tell us. Okay, one step closer to figuring out what this day is all about. The Torah says Zichrin Shura. The Gemara, the Mishnah, tells us that it's a day of judgment, which is not mentioned in the Gemara. So the question is, what's this day of judgment? What 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 is happening on this day of judgment? Judging what? About what? For what? So take a look at the Gemara here. The Gemara. It's a well-known Gemara, quite tricky. <laughs> Face value, it seems straightforward, but when we're going to dig deep into this, we're going to see that it's it's not as simple as it appears. The Gemara is found here on Daftaz Ainam Abayz. It's about 15 lines from the bottom. Amar Rav Kruspedai. You won't forget this Gemara just because of his name, Rav Kruspedai. They actually have his kever. It's right near Amuka, if I'm not mistaken, in Eretz Yisrael. There are three books that are open on Rosh Hashanah. One book of all the Rishayim. And one book of all the Tzadikim. And one book of those who are in between, intermediate. Tzadikim Gimurim Nechdavim Nechdam Al Alter Lechayim. The tzaddikim, gum, a tzaddik gummer, sounds like the biggest tzaddik out there, like a complete tzaddik. He is inscribed and he is sealed le'alter l'chayim, 
Lauter means immediately. It's a good word to know because we say it every Rosh Hashanah. What are you saying? It's good. Lauter means immediately. As soon as Rosh Hashanah shows up, like Rabbi Reichen says, Neftachim Rosh Hashanah. If you're a Tzadigamer, done. Case case closed. You are sealed for life. Rishayim Gimurim, a complete Russia. He's going to die. They're put on hold until Yom Kippur. If by the time Yom Kippur comes around, they've merited, they're written in the sealed for life. Then they're written in the book of death. So what life and death is this? It's life and death in this world? That's what, that's what we're talking about? So look at Toysavis. Toysavis at about second to last Toysavis here. Diver Maschel v'nechtav v'lat l'chaim, says Toysavis. Midakachashiv beininim. If you have three classes, tzadikim, rashayim, and beininim. So who are these beininim? What makes you a beininim? Mashma says Toysavis, the tzadikim, or tzadik gemurim, kari l'misha z'chu yosef mirubim, v'rashayim gemurim l'misha v'nosav mirubim. When we read a tzaddik gomer, do we mean someone who has done 100%? Every, every action, every movement in his life has been committed to the cause, to the Torah, and has never failed. He's never done an Avera, and a Russia gomer is on the, on the opposite extreme. He's never done one mitzvah in his life. And what's a bainani? Anyone in between? No, bainani sounds like he himself is 50-50. So if, the, if you only have three classes, and the middle one is the guy who's 50-50... That implies that the Tzadik Gomers 51% mitzvahs and the Russia Gomers 51% Averis. Which is interesting that you can have a guy who's 50-50 on the, on the, on the die. But that's what Toysus understands of Benini. Benini to Toysus is, does not, is not mashma that anyone who's between 99% Rishus and 99% Tzidkus and you only have Rishayim Gemurim on one end, you know, 100%, 100%, not mashma like that to Toysus. So if that's the case, then it's Sadiq Gummer, someone's fifty one percent tov. How does Tosso steal the word Gummer? Because once you're saying Gummer, it's gotta be hundred percent. Why is Bainani more implicit that it's fifty fifty than Sadiq Gummer is more implicit that it's hundred percent? Well, we do at least have a klal that uh Rubai Kakulai. I don't know, Rubai Kakulai and Machala Tayrakula. So if you're right. So then you're a kukula. You're tadakomer. That's at least comprehensible. You could accept that. But a bainani, what makes you, you're a in-between, like you're, it sounds like tasting like that's 50-50. That, that, that's what it implies. Well, Yatoysis has a problem. If this is true, that our Gemara is talking about a tzaddik and a rasha in this, in this sense, so now, says Toysvis, that implies, right? So that a tzaddik is kari l'misha z'chuyis merubim, v'reshayim gemurim l'misha v'onosav merubim, upa'amim ha-tzaddikim nechtamim l'misa, v'reshayim gemurim l'chayim. I got a problem. Because, unfortunately, tzaddikim do die. All the great tzaddikim. Toysvis died at one point. So what happened that year? Toysvis? Many ballet toysvis? Huge tzaddikim. How did they ever die? There was one year that was like their last year that they lived. Ouch. They did 51% of Averis. Do you mean they'll die before their time? Do, do you 
They do. Go to their kfarim. I've been to right. the Ramam's gever. <laughs> are they really dead? Well, you're saying that on a spiritual level, in Drush, like the Gemara in Tainus, the Yaakov Avinu Lemes. Right, is, but then you're changing the whole context of our Gemara. Is our Gemara no longer talking about physical death? You're saying maybe it's more of the, the, the spiritual level of drush death that they talk about. But then again, you're changing the context of the Gemara. Please understand, there's a simple reading here. People die and people live. And that's determined on Rosh Hashanah. That's how the Gemara lives, a Rosh Hashanah dies. But there are great tzaddikim who die. So what? What's going? And there are great rishayim and tremendous rishayim who live till an old age. And Tzitzis brings support for this from Chazal. It says in the pasuk, "Dichsev u'mishalim l'sonav el panav la'avido." Hashem, you know, pays back those who he hates. Sonav, those who do averus. Hashem pays them in this world all their schar. Says Tzitzis, "Da'amrinu b'sayi perek kamer de kedushin." The Gemara comments on that pasuk. Misha is the chuyosef merubim and meavonosef. If you have a real tzaddik who's done so many mitzvahs in his life, they totally outweigh any averus done. What kind of life does he live? The life that he lives looks like a person, like a life of a person you'd expect from someone who ran around from shul to shul burning sifri Torah. He's impoverished. He has tzaras. He has issues in his life. That's the kind of life a tzadikam lives, says the Gemara. Veloshir mimenu Isaac is a person who uh, who who who, uh, who who burnt the Torah and didn't leave one letter over. The Avonos of Merubim is Yosef, says the Gemara, if you have an individual whose Averos are 51% or more, his life looks like what? He lives a life as if he's the greatest tzaddik. He has every car, he's got anything, any gashmas, everything that he's ever wanted. He lives a long life. He's healthy, he's robust. That's the type of guy you'd expect, you know, who's done all the mitzvahs. No, 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 this guy's a Russian governor. That's what the Gemara says. Why is this? The purpose there, true. I know you're going to ask from the Gemara in Erechim, that there are tzaddikim who have shleishul chanais. Right? A person can. He had everything. It's pashlama, melech had everything. It is possible. But the Gemara says, in a general, you can have, you can have a tzaddik Gemara who's living a, a brutal life. A life none of us would ever wish for. And the reason for that is, is because... Like the Pasuk he just quoted, Hashem does not want that Russia to enjoy the pleasures of Olam Haba. And therefore Hashem says, okay, get it all in now while you still can, the cheap stuff, you know, the good stuff I'm saving for all the tzaddikim. The tzaddikim, they're going to get, you know, whatever, let's call it their punishment of their few aveyers that they've done in this world, which is, by the way, what anyone would wish for, because the Onesh, you know, the parallel Onish in Gehenim is far worse than its counterpart here in Elam Hazer. So it's actually a Rachmanis, it's a Tova that Hashem does for Tzadikim who receive the Ra in this world. Loyaleinu, we don't, we don't want such a thing. You know, but Loyaleinu, uh, we also don't want Gehenim. So that's, that says Toysis, that's, 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 the, that's the appropriate equation. And that's why we understand how Tzadikim um, do die. So what's our Gemara saying now? Tzadikim gemurim are nechtavim and nechtavim la'alter l'chayim. It's not true. We see tzadikim suffer and they die. And by the way, you see in Taisus here, as other Yishayim as we'll see, will mention, when the Gemara talks about l'chayim and l'misa, 
the conversation is not just about, you know, soap, soap, thrush, I'm going to live, I'm going to die. That's the only question here. Life or death. It's not about that. It's also about the quality of life. Taisus is asking, you see, that Lechayim engenders uh, a lifestyle of, of, of riches, of wealth, and that we see is going to Rishayim. It's not going to Tzadikim. So, so, and this is a very important point that we'll discuss further because that's what we're davening of Hathna on Rosh Hashanah. But need that, needless to say, that this is Taisus' kasha. That you see that Rishayim live and they succeed, they get the goodies of life in, in this world, and, and Tzadikim do not. So what is Rabbi Yechanan talking about? So says Toisvis, here's the punchline, V'kol zed kari hacha gabe rishayim misa, V'gabe tzadikim chayim, K'loi marachaye ha'olam haba. Alright, here it is. Rosh Hashanah is not about what's happening tomorrow, this year, it's not about that. It's happening, what's going to happen? Olam haba. Today we're being judged on what... Again, Olam Haba is a big deal in life. We live for Olam Haba. This, this world, Olam Haza, is just a few short years. Olam Haba is Netzach Netochim. It's everlasting. It's a, we should be davening for it. But that's the concept of the day. The Shlishas Farim or Neftochim is all about Olam Haba. What's going to be when I die? What's going what's gonna to happen? Where, which, which camp will I, be, will I be sent to? In Olam Haba. Am I going to be amongst the Rishayim or am I going to be amongst the Tzadikim? Ah, what in the world does this mean? Take a look at the next page here. Look, yes, Mamash has the Rajbah's Kasha. Rajbah brings Taisvis. I didn't quote the whole Rajbah here. We'll just start from where he uh, he cites the sheet of Taisvis. We're talking about Oilam Haba. In this world, you can have a tzaddik who's basically being destroyed because of all the Averis that he's done. He's suffering in this world. And that's what our Gemara is talking about. This is Taisvis. Taisvis is Shita. Pshad and Gemara. Oilam Haba. Asks the Rajba two lines. Hello Shani Tama. I don't get it. You can have a Russia. You have a Hitler. If you do tshuva, you can be the greatest Russia. We have the Gemara that talks about tremendous Russia. Turnus Rufus. You know, you have Nevuzaradin who slides close to a million people. And he does tshuva at the end of his life. The Gemara says, Oh, get the guy to Life, the game ain't over till it's over, Frek the Rajma. Why would I be judged today if my Olam Haba is not determined yet until I die? What's the point of that? So that's what he says. What does it even mean? They're sealed forever. That's it. Immediately sealed for Gehen, for Olam Gehenim, meaning Gehenim Olam Haba. It's not sealed. You could still do tshuva. He's not dead yet. You still have time. You didn't die yet. You could always do tshuva. So what's what's Rabbi Yechanan talking about? He says, It's also true the verse. We know that Rabbi, it was a Shimon, a Shimon, um, sorry, Yechanan, 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 
He went off the derech. He says the Rajbun, even if you're it's not a gomer kol yom of umar el ba'achreina ibed kol arishaynes, doesn't matter what you accomplished in life. Doesn't matter if you don't stick with it, you lost it. So what's going on in our gemara? What's going on in Rosh Hashanah? If we don't get what's going on, then we have no clue what to talk about, what we're davening for. So a mahalach that's given is the Ramban. The Ramban starts the conversation, the Rajba goes with this. Many other Rishayim go with it as well. We still have to answer Taisvis, which we will, Mirza Hashem. But the Ramban is a very, um, I think, very clear, as they say in Yeshiva, a glat. It's a clean mahalach, a clean approach to the Gemara. So this is a drasha from the Ramban. It's also similar, um, similar verbiage he writes in his Shar HaGemul. Um, but you can find it in the Rambans, the new Rambans, in Mesechus Rosh Hashanah, on this Gemara, on Daf Tezayin, on the base. Says the Ramban, Achshav anu tzrichim lefarish, mahu hadin hazeh she'odom nidon boy. We need to understand what is this judgment that's being passed on Rosh Hashanah. amru chachamim. Says the Ramban, I got, wait a second, this is not so simple. Don't Chazal tell us, Ki shel adam nidain, when we die, that's when we're judged? When a person passes away, all kids know this. You are showed a video recording of your entire life. All your deeds are reviewed. The whole thing's under review. Do you remember on uh, February 22nd what you did on that day? All right, it's all recorded there. Yeah, I do. We're going to have to acknowledge everything that we did. It's frightening when you think about it. When we're going to get up to we get up to Shemayim, and they show us the clips, and they, 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 everything that was recorded, we can't get out of it. We say, yes, correct. I understand now why I suffered. I understand now. If I have to go to Gehenim, we get it. So says the Ramban, that sounds like an appropriate judgment at the end of the day. You know, that's, that's what should happen. Let's review everything that, you know, how you did, how you do during life, and then we'll, 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 we'll act accordingly. We'll hand you a punishment or a reward based on your actions. So why does that, not, why does that judgment not suffice? That's it. Just have one Yom Adin when we die. What do we need every year? A Yom Adin. What is this Yom Adin? He says, We have other sources as well. If this is true, like we're saying in the Gemara here, that on Rosh Hashanah we are judged and on Yom Kippur we are sealed, like we say in the Nisana Taikev, Rosh Hashanah Yikosevun, Vyemtsem Kippur Yikosevun. So then, im kain ein dinay b'shas misa el al masha also may rosh hashanah do misa. Well, then wait a second, wait a second. Then, if every year we're going through a judgment, then what happens when we die? What does Hashem have to review? You know, we've already had. You know, if you, we've already had a hundred court cases. We've gone through this already. Another trial, another hearing. Yeah, what is it? What's the point? Says the Ramban, it comes out that that hearing on the day of death is just for, you know, let's say a person dies in Tammuz. So from Tishrei until Tammuz. Okay, let's see. Let's see what you did. That's, it's already been decided the previous years. We've already taken care of that business. 
So what's this? What new business is there to discuss? Sounds like only from Tishrei until Thomas. But says the Ramban, that's, that doesn't make sense because we just said, Rabbi Seinu Oymer Befeir should call Maisim Nifradin Lefanav. But Chazal, we just cited from the Gemara and Tainis, are saying that all of my deeds, everything that I've done since the day I was born, is all reviewed. So what is going on? How many judgments are there? What are the purpose of these judgments? What am I davening for? It's confusing. Now the Ramban says, if I want to make you even more confused, there's a third judgment as well. We're not going to spend so much time on this now, today, but definitely worthwhile, another conversation. Says the Ramban, When we get up and we're resurrected, and when the time of Mason comes, and we shall be Zaychitu. So then there's going to be another Yoim Hadin Hagodol Vanoira. Scary day of judgment. That's what? What's the purpose of that judgment? Says the Ramban. It's mentioned here in the Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Dor Hamabal does not get up for that day. They do not have Tchiyas HaMesim, but the Dor of Anshe Sodom, the people of Sodom do. It brings the Gemara of Oedizaru, we did a few weeks ago in the night Seder. Chabur over here. And um, so says the Ramban, what is this Yayim HaDin all about? Now let's put in context of Taisus. What happens after Tchiyas HaMesim? Especially in the world of the Ramban. What happens after Tchiyas HaMesim? People are resurrected, and then your body doesn't die. It's a straightforward pshat in the modern Sanhedrin. That mesim she'asar ha'kadosh baruch hu la'achios einan choyzrin la'afran. The body lives forever. The body does not die again. Not like the Rambam. And what happens is, the Rambam describes in the Shara Gemul and elsewhere that the body becomes subsumed into the neshama. Similar to how the, the Ramchal says, similar to how our neshama feeds off of our, nish, our guf today, Right, we just had breakfast. We can't live otherwise. Our neshama can't survive in this world without the guf. Olam haba, it's going to be reversed over a period of time, which a time of zichuch, where the body is is cleansed, so to speak. Until now, it's dependent on the neshama. It gets its chiyas from the neshama. That's how the, that's how it's going to work in olam haba. But the body does not go back to the kever. So that day of judgment that the Ramban is saying here, I'm just summarizing it for you, what he's going to say later, we won't get into it, is that Hashem's determining, okay, now after Tchiyas HaMesim, let's get ready for Olam Haba. Okay, who's going to live in Olam Haba? Who's going to get to, to survive? Rishayim Gemurim, oh, whoa, whoa, you can't, you can't live in Olam Haba. That I'm going to destroy you forever. That's not just putting the body back in the ground, destroying forever. And Tzadikim, as we'll see in the Gemara, Tzadikim, they live Chayo Olam Haba forever. Beninim have to go through little Gehenim till they get to Olam Haba. But that's the Yayim Hadin that's discussed then. That sounds a little similar to Taisus. Taisus is saying that the Yayim Hadin of Rosh Hashanah is all about Olam Haba. What's going to happen after Tchiyas HaMesim? That's what Olam Haba is. So then, you have the Rajmas Kasha. <laughs> Let's wait and see how you fared the rest of your life. And then we'll determine whether you get Olam Haba. That's the Kasha on Daisvis. Okay, but that's Tchiyas HaMesim. So what's going on in Rosh Hashanah? 
There's two days of judgment. Day of judgment, uh, two, 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 at least, we're not going to talk about Tchis HaMesim, we're going to talk about Yem HaMisa, and we're going to talk about what happens every year in Rosh Hashanah. So says the Ramban of this is the Pshat that's happening on Rosh Hashanah. Berosh Hashanah kol lefanav the all creatures of the world come in front of Hashem. V'nidain kol echad ve'echad not like Toisvis. They're judged on how you're going to experience Oilam Hazer. Im zocha lasis loichayim v'shalom v'osher v'nechasim v'kava. Not just actual life. You know, taking every breath, but rather how you experience that life. Are you going to live a peaceful life? Are you going to live a life of comfort, of 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 of, of wealth? Oh, lemaves bishanazu. Or is a person not going to live the, out this year? Will they lose their money? Will they suffer with different sickness, illnesses? What's going to be with my kids? What's going to be with the quality of life? How am I going to, to fight? How, 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 how financially um, stable will I be? The neshama is not being judged on how, what it's going to experience post, posthumously. Right. You want to hear a raya, says the Ramban? Open up your machzor, not Shoshana. What is it saying in the tefillah? What do we say? We say today on Rosh Hashanah is the, is the day when you, your, 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 your um, creation began, began functioning, right, it's a remembrance for that first day, and what happens on this day, when we talk about your creation, on the countries, right, who's going to starve, who's going to have bounty, what does it mean, you know what we're saying when we say that in Davening, din harabim, Countries, what's what's their verdict? You know, we talk about when there's famine and when there's when there's um, bounty. Much of that is is uh, is a country. It's it's based on the whole country. You don't have like individuals within a country. Some are starving, some are not. It can be, but generally speaking, you go. You know, does this country deserve shefat bracha this year? Or does it not? death resort That's we mentioned there. And this is basically the, these this language is what Nisan which many years later in the times of the Goyim was was fashioned after. And uh, the creatures, that's when they are um, called to Pakeda. They are called to, to court. So in addition to the countries on a general larger scheme, right, where also the individuals are also judged on Rosh Hashanah. But all for which purpose? Oilam Hazer. This has nothing to do with Oilam Haba. Not like Taisus at all. That's the answer to the question, Taisus. Ah, so we have to answer that question. 
Right. This kira by Chaim v'Maves v'Chein b'Gemara Amru b'Shloish Svarim Niftachim b'Rosh Hashanah. This is our Gemara Tzadikim Gemurim Nichtavim Nichtam Laud Lachaim. Perfect Tzadikim, or at least the Taisa said it, fifty-one percent. They are sealed for life. Rishayim Gemurim Nichtavim Nichtam Laud Lamisa. What's going on in our Gemara? It says the Ramban his kira bekan Chaim Umisa. Did you hear the language? It said life and death. When Rabbi Chrusbadoya and Rabbi Yechon says there are three books, the Tarikim and Gemurim are what? Nechtav and Nechtavim le Alter Lechayim. Rishayim le Alter Lemisa. Doesn't say Legehenim or Lemaba. It says life and death. Says Ramban, you want to contrast? You want to know? Want to see that I'm right? Because go back one page to the Gemara. And look, five lines from the bottom, we have another b'risa. The b'risa says as follows, Tanya, b'shamay o'imrim, b'shamay said, gimel kitois hein lo yoyim hadin. There are three classes on yoyim hadin, on the day of judgment. Achas shal tzadikim gimurim, v'achas shal rishayim gimurim, v'achas shal beininim. Oh, this sounds quite familiar. Isn't this just the previous Gemara? But no, it's a separate b'risa. What happens? Tzadikim gemurim nechtav nechon la'alter l'chaye o'ilam. Oh, that's different. Rabbi Yechonin said l'chayim. Beishamai saying l'chaye o'ilam. Rishayim gemurim nechtav nechon la'alter legehenim. Oh, that sounds a lot more like o'ilam haba. And the beinim, if you look at the bottom line, are yardim legehenim. Umitzavtuf in the next gemara continues. Umitzavtuf in ve'oilin. And then, once they've received their punishment, so then they move on to Olam Haba, the Gan Eden. Now, what's going on? Is this the, is this the same Yom Hadin that Rav Chris Badai, Yom Rabbi Yechonin just mentioned? So if you look at Rashi here, Rashi is the third to last Rashi, Yom Hadin, Kishayichu Hamesim. Oh, this is not talking about Rosh Hashanah. This is talking about what we just discussed before. When Amir Tashem, after Mashiach comes, and then there's Tchiyas HaMeisim, and then there's the Yom Hadin HaGadol Vahanaira, where Hashem will have to determine who deserves to live forever, and Eilam Abba, and who does not. Taisa says the same thing. The bottom Taisa says, L'Yom Hadin, Kishayichu HaMeisim. Kinemuchach Kra, as the Gemara, the source which is cited here, is, is a Pasuk in Daniel, which is talking about Tchiyas HaMeisim. Rabim Mishene Adma Safi Yakitsu. How does it work? Like, after death, there's... So the Ramban's going to talk about that. There's three, remember, there's three right. Yom Hadin. Right, so I'm saying, so if you pass, I would think if you pass the Yom Hamisa one, right, or, or you're cleansed or whatever, then Good. You, should, you should go right into... Good, so I stopped Toysvist a little short. That's next Toysvist question. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the bottom of is asking, is that, what, what does this even mean, that when you get up for Tchiyas HaMesim, now we have to be judged and be determined, what kind of life am I going to live? Mikanu Laba. Wasn't that already taken care of? That business was already discussed when I died. So if I went to Gehenim, like we know that there's this some Gehenim immediately upon upon death. So I was already taken care of. I already received my Gehenim. So now that I got up, I'm ready for the Mabo. Let's go. Give it to me. So Taisa says, well, it's not necessarily true. Because you don't receive... You, it depends when a person dies and it depends you know, how... Uh, what type of Gehenim he endured, 
but not necessarily are all his Averis taken care of in that Gehenim that happens immediately upon death. There may be room for receiving more Gehenim in Olam Haba after Tchiyas HaMesim. So has descendants and other effects in the world that may have changed since he died also? So, his, his, his well, that's a, that's a good question. You know, how, how is a person's fate affected by their offspring? Right, they can, we know, we talk about Eli and Neshama, person can get, can, can uh, grow, so to speak, in Eilam Haba, based on, on what their children do, based on the tire that they gave over in their life that's continuing in this world, absolutely. And I would think vice versa for the Rishayim as well. That's a, that's a, a good conversation. I know what you mean by that. Uh, there are the stories about the... Talking about Gilgulim? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it didn't, you know... Could be. That, that the Nishamas are in pieces. Um, okay, let's, let's... Maybe we'll have a shit next week about that, right? <laughs> um, but, but coming back here, so Ramban says, I love Rosh Hashanah. What's Rosh Hashanah all about? This world. What's going to happen to my country? As a rabbim? And that we've discussed in other shiurim about how, you know, if your country is destined to rav, to famine, and you are a tzaddik, depending how big of a tzaddik you are, you may survive, you may not survive. If you're part of that country, if you're living there, you happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, you could lose your life. Such a possibility of that. Um, so fine. So that's what the Ramban says. And his diak is, going back here, is that in Beishamai, the language that was used is Chai Oilam and Gehenim. And that, like Taisvis and Rashi pointed out, that's time Matthias and Okay, that makes a lot of sense. But here in Rabbi Yechanan, of Chris in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, he doesn't say anything about Oilam and Gehenim. He says Chai Mimisa. So says the Ramban, that's a Gavaldic Adiyak, not like Taisvis, rather like my understanding that on Rosh Hashanah, our life of the next year in this world is determined. He has one other ayah. We know that the Gemara talks about how our paycheck is determined in Rosh Hashanah. How much money am I bringing in this year? How much am I losing? All all profits and losses are all determined on this day. He has other rayas from Gemara that, that, that see this as being the answer. Okay, so this is the Ramban. So now the question is, like Yaakov asked, how does the Ramban deal with Taisus? Let's go ahead. Taisus had a really nice raya. Taisus said that if a Bainani is 50% and a Tzadik Gomer is 51%, how is it that Tzadikim Gemurim are dying or they're suffering? Rebel Yosef passed away at some point. How did that happen? What's going on? <coughs> So let's let's skip. I, I, I put the whole Ramban here for your enjoyment. If you'd like to read it, take it home. Where they're welcome to. Where he talks about Chiyas Hamaisim, and he talks a little bit more about Ezel Arav, Ezel Asoiva, exactly how that works with the Mishnah that we mentioned on on Pesach and on Shavuos, on Sukkot. The world is judged. I, I'll just say it outside. The Ramban, the very important Ramban. It does not mean that on because here's the question. We just said that your finances are determined today on Rosh Hashanah. Wait one second, didn't the mission just say that on Pesach, that's when the wheat is, 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 is determined? So if my parnasa, if I'm a farmer, 
and on Pesach it's going to be decided how much wheat is going to, going to grow, then what, is, what happened to Rosh Hashanah? That's a stira. How can Hashem determine what my Parnassah is going to look like until next Tishrei if there's going to be a Pesach and a Shavuos in between? That's a Gemara neither that talks about when you're born. Okay, so that that the Rishayim deal with, you know, assuming you meet the, you know, you meet the, the threshold of what Hashem expects from you, that can still change. You know, Sada Plane Laplanus says before you're born, four days before you're born, you're going to get this field. Okay, so then let me just sit back and play Game Boy and get the field. So the Rishayim explained that that's you know that's based m- that you meet your you meet your goals. That's everything. It's even even Rishayim as well. Even when the Zerusha Kitzuvin, it's also a Shalos as well. That's true. The way that I think I said another year was not just to give. It's basically on Rosh Hashanah. What, how tund- what Moshe is asking is a very important question. So let's say we take this Ramban face value and say, yeah, on Rosh Hashanah it's determined how much money I'm going to make. So then, why do I have to work? If everything's they're saying things can no because things can change. Is that not your question? That's what I'm asking. The question was your your answer was that before a person's born, the, the Gemara says that everything is decided except for Kobe the Ishmael. A person is decided before he's born if he's going to raise any before he's holding any short everything like that except for except for Sadiq and Russia. Yeah. And you said, well, that's he has to do your stuff. He has to you still do your stuff. I said, do his for which part? Which part? So they don't finances. Yeah, set of plans. Yeah. That's regardless of every year or before he's born. So why not come in between what is before he's born and every year? So I'm answering your question. I got your question. So the Mishtalis is getting... The Mishtalis for what? That's what I want, I want to explain. Okay. Is that when, when a person is, is gets this judgment of Olam Hazed, all it really is is a contract. You sign a contract with your boss and you say, okay, what am I going to be making this year? So based on your past performance... You know, either he'll give you a $60,000 salary or he'll give you a $200,000 salary. Now, that doesn't mean to say that you're necessarily going to get it. You have, that's where Shtatlis comes in. You know, if, you, if you're a no-show, then Hashem says, listen, part of the contract was is that you showed up for work. Right? And, 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 and if you are, a, a, you put in 80 hours and you say, wait a second, Based on my calculation, I should be making two hundred thousand dollars. How how is that? I walked away with sixty, because the answer is Hashem only give you a sixty thousand dollar contract. So even though you put in 80, 80 hours a week, things are going to happen. You know your roof's going to fall apart, or your car's going to break down, or something. And Hashem says, "Well, because I didn't give you that money, you weren't supposed to have that money." I have a question. So what role? Can I just answer this? Start? This Moshe's just finished this question. I'll hear your question. So therefore, even yes. So when at at, at the onset of life. Right, Hakadosh Baruch Hu determines sada plane is based on you know on X, Y, and Z. There are different numerous factors that go into it. So how Hashem determines what, why you should be destined to a specific financial um, bracket, specific one. That uh, once well, you have to meet this certain criteria, that's kind of like the contract you're given when you're born. Every year, that's reassessed, says the Ramban. We're reassessing. It's a new kind of like a new a new contract. You know, yeah, I know when you were born, I said this, but are you living up to those 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 goals and those those benchmarks? Like, have you been meeting them? If you haven't been doing them, that we kind of have to show, you know, kind of rewrite the contract. So a person can't just say, "Well, everyone does the same mishdalus." No, if everyone does the same mishdalus, not everyone's going to have the same result. 
It really depends on the contract you were given from the from the day you were born, and then consistently every Rosh Hashanah that's re reassessed. Follow. So a person when he's born determines he's going to be not his whole life. Can that change every year? Can that change? I think so. I think I think it's because because what the Rishayim is saying, he's an ani based on the factors, the given factors at the time of birth. Right? If he stays within that status quo, yes, he'll be an ani. Maybe person, a person, you know, ain mazal Yisrael. Okay, this is really a machlekes. Right? The Rava says bni chayim mizayne are 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 Right, and you can't determine, but the Taisus points out that if you hold a Mazal Yisrael, Rajbaz Achuva, it's a machlekas whether a Mazal Yisrael or not. So, but that Rav is saying that's your general Mazal, and now once you you have that Mazal, so if you hold a Mazal Yisrael, so then you can change that. You could daven. If you hold Yesh Mazal Yisrael, there's even wiggle room within that if you can change your Mazal. Okay, you have a question. That's what we're going to get to. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. That's I'm, I'm, what we're basically doing now is we first before we have a conversation about you know, what do I daven about and how does my davening make a difference. We have to know what we're talking about. What ha- what is happening today? So that's why I'm just setting the stage for that conversation by pointing out that Taisvis would have a different. We'd have a whole different conversation if we're if in the world of Taisvis. But as we see from the davening, you know, what we're really getting to here is, is that the, the, the standard mode of thinking amongst the Rishayim and the Achreinim is like the Ramban. Right? Now, on the day of Rosh Hashanah, it's our world now. The here and the now. What's happening today? Okay, we'll see Rishol Salanter also goes with this, this approach. So, but just, uh, just I, don't, I don't know how much time the Oilem wants to sit here for. We really have a long conversation about this. Um, but for the sake of, of brevity, um, I just wanted to summarize what the Ramban says next about how, how, do you, how do you reconcile what's happening on Pesach and Rosh Hashanah? What happened there? So the Ramban says is that it's not really determined on Pesach and Shavuos, even though that's a simple reading of the Mishnah. He brings the Yushalmi as other proofs. That what's happening is that on Pesach, Hashem says, all right, the gates of Tavu are open. Give it your all. Daven to me today. So that when Rosh Hashanah comes around in Tishrei, the Yom Adin, I have it penciled in over here. The ooh, you know, Yankel gave a had a beautiful tefillah that past Pesach, and that was like this open open opportunity to really cash in on points. You know, on Shavuos came, that was the real opportunity. That was the opportune time they should really dive in for you know the tefillah. That that's 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 all. Opportunity, but the day of judgment is not until Rosh Hashanah. Says the Ramban unequivocally, everything happens on Rosh Hashanah. That's when it's actually determined. Those are just opportunities. Okay. He's asking the contract, but Rosh Hashanah is the uh, actual. No, not even that. Closing. Well, uh, the closing of the contract. I think. I guess the contract. It's not even just the con. I mean. Yeah, it's it, you could whatever terminology you want to use. It's recorded, you know. Your tefillah is—it's an opportunity. Someone wants to see. Okay, new, it's Pesach time. Let's see. You know, give me all you Contract's got. Contract's written. Yeah. Is you know for the whole world? I'm saying, or, or the country, whatever. It's 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 determined. But then for each individual, that's what. Doesn't sound like that from the Mishnah because it's just Pesach is day of din. Saying, means that each individual is judged, not the. 
Well, uh, be careful here, because the Ramban does mention that. So that can make that can reconcile it too, because you say that these these are more general. How much bounty is you know they're going to be in that? That's what Rosh Hashanah is. This is all that. Why does Tvua have to translate pronounce? No, because a lot of uh, certainly if you're in the agricultural world, yeah, and also if. I'm not saying, I'm saying it loosely, if you're a farmer, it's a parnasa. If you're hungry, I mean, there's a lot of things in the world that are dependent also upon, you know, how the economy is. Right. Yeah. Like, the, you can have as much as you want, but you work very little. Depends how much tvu there is. Everything, you know, there's certain commodities which determine... Um, the what? What do you mean? I've seen that shot that, that when the Mishnah says uh, it really means it means it means things. Okay, that's not the Pashup shot. Not not how the Rishonim are learning. I have to look more carefully to answer to answer your question. Look carefully in this Ramban. Bottom line is is that the Ramban told us here clearly Rosh Hashanah is about this world. What's going to happen to me this coming year, financially, you know, health wise. Um, my, you know, what are my kids going to be like? Are they going to are they going to be successful in school and whatnot? That's all happening this year. So the question is: Is how does the Ramban deal with Tosis's problem? That's what Yaakov asked before. So if you look here, um, look, skip to the on, the on the next page. This is page three of the handout, the bottom paragraph. After he's reviewed the the din on Yom Hamisa, and then the din on. Uh, I'll just speak out because we didn't answer that. What's happening at the day of death? What's happening then? So the Ramban says, it's, look at this, it's a small paragraph here on this page. He says, Vishas misasa, it's the second paragraph from the top. When a person dies, hadin shehu al oso olam olam the Ramban says that when we talk about Ganadin and Gehenim, after a person dies, before Tchiyas HaMesim, like right now, people have died. Where are they right now? They're in Ganadin, they're in Gehenim. What is that? The Ramban says essentially that's a waiting room. That's a waiting room until Tchiyas HaMesim, until the real thing, until real Eilam Haba happens. It may in the vernacular be referred to as Eilam Haba, but it's not Eilam Haba. Ultimate Eilam Haba is with the Nisham and the Guf together. Right now, those souls are alone without their Guf. It's a waiting room. So, what happens in that waiting room? Are you sitting there listening to music you don't like, like you do with the doctor? Right? Or magazines? Are, or are you enjoying? That's, that's why you need a Yom Adin when you die. What kind of waiting room are you going to be put through? Now again, if a person did a virus, like we mentioned on Toysvis, it can actually help you, you know, get to your final goal. If you, if you go through Gehenna now, then you won't have to go through it with your guf and oilam haba, but uh, that's that's the point of this world, of of this judgment. That that's that's for oilam haneshamis. Okay, so skip to the bottom paragraph here. He says, Rosh Hashanah is all about this world. These three books encompass all creatures, all living creatures. Now we've got a question. Big question. 
Heyach posak Rabbi Yechonim psak hadin agadol va'amek hazeh shekol razi ha'olam tuluyim boy. How did Rabbi Yechonim come up with such a psak like this? Oh yeah, if you're tzaddik gomer, you're gonna get, you're gonna get life, you're gonna live right now the whole year. Really? Is that true? He said, this is a very hard question. Who's enjoying this world the most? Taisa's Kasha. The Rishayim are enjoying this world the most. How can Rabbi Yechon tell me, oh, by the way, if you're a town of Gomer, you are going to have such a great life this year? It's not true. Just not true. So how does everybody answer this question? He brings many more rayas here about this Yisoyed. That Taisus is stressing that this world, as we see it, is not does not reflect one's actions, not not reflect reflect their spiritual status. So, how does he answer it? So, if you flip the page, he says, he says like this. Look at the second line. Aval hamemra hazu nemra bechachma valpi hahigoyin. This language of tzaddikim gemurim are inscribed for life. It was said with tremendous wisdom. Sheyadua hu lechol meivin im talmud sheeni doyin ba'ilam ela ela arbo. There's only four things, four categories that are discussed in judgment in this world. Things that are, you know, any topic can be divided into four parts. It says, one, one, one example is a person doesn't show up for his court, court date. A guy can show up to his court on the day that he's given, that he's sent in the mail. He can't show up for it. But it's not determined. Either Bezin can determine his status and and uh, give him, you know, what he does, his his, his undesired stat, um, result. Or he can be merit a great, great result. Um, so he says like this, On Rosh Hashanah, You can't hide. Rosh Hashanah, you can't, you can't balk. If you have, if you're summoned to court on Rosh Hashanah, you can't, you, it can't be a no-show. You're, you're there. Whether you show up to shul or not, you are in court. That is not a, that's not up for discussion. So nisharu bini dainin shleisha. Kol hazoyche bedinai nikrat tzadik gomer. Hear that? That's the answer. Hazoyche bedinai. How do you walk out of court? Did you survive court or did you not survive court? If you survived court, guess what? You know what kind of sticker you're going to get on your on your jacket? They'll give it when you leave. Tzadik. You survived. I survived. Look at I survived shirt. You know, um, I survived Jurassic Park. Wasn't that like a big thing? Um, so that that's what it means. If you walk out of the court and it, and you didn't make it, guess what label you get? Guess what sticker you get? So you get I didn't survive. Someone where the court's not so not so. Convinced yet? 
If you have the greatest Russia, committed murder, adultery, um, idolatry, and he did one nice good deed in his lifetime. That's all he did. He says, Hashem says, you know what? You are a horrible person. You do not deserve a lot of reward. But I do see here on the ledger that you did one good deed this year. You know, you sent an $18 check, you know, to High Lifeline. So guess what? You're going to live out your life. You're going to live another year. So... What does, he, what does he walk out of court with which sticker? Amitzadik Gomer sticker. That's what it says. That, the Ramban says, is the answer to Taisis' question. Tzadik Gomer does not mean you are Rebchem Kanievsky. It means that this year you walked, you survived court. You got a Tzadik Gomer sticker. That's what it means. That's what the Ramban answers this question. You are a Tzadik Bedin, but you're not really a Tzadik. The, the Ritva is not so happy with this, by the way. <laughs> what is it that, that Tzadik earns? Which Tzadik? Rav Chris Bidai is not talking about Rav Chaim Kanievsky. Not talking about that. So, talking about everybody. If you, you, everybody goes to court. These are the results of court. Tzadik walks out of Bezin with that sticker. Gets what? Which sticker does he walk out? When you say Tzadik, what sticker? What do you mean it's Tzadik? Rav Chaim Kanievsky went into court? Or a Russia went into court? He's a Tzadik Gomer. Tzadik Gomer Bedin. And therefore he earns? He earns a year of life. Because again, according to the Ramban, Rosh Hashanah is all about this world. Not about how much, you know, how much tire you're going to learn. It's not about, uh, how are you going to live? What are you going to get? How, what type of lifestyle are you going to live this year? So when it says in the Gemara that you're a Tzadik, the Tzadik are inscribed in the Book of Life, you could be a tremendous Russia, but you, you got the din of a tzaddik. You, you survived. You survived the court case. That's their Ramban and this reads this Gemara. Now the, the Ratva doesn't like it because why would the Gemara say tzaddik gummer? Like who cares about the gummer part? Yeah, tzaddik. You give this guy a rush, you call him a tzaddik gummer? It's a funny thing. Well, the Ramban saying tzaddik gummer means that it's, it's, so, it's clear, it's so simple. As soon as he walks into court, Bezdin looks and oh my gosh, this guy's a huge Russia. He didn't want to Just give him another year of life. Let's get this guy out of out of Ilamaba. Cash out. That's what the gummer means. It's just a funny way of using it. It's a funny so terminology. How does a tzaddik ever die then? Which tzaddik? Has anybody ever died? So, so I'll tell you the answer to that question. Because when a person's born, they're given X amount of years. Okay? Now, do I deserve, you, you, you can only, max, you max out on what your body's capable of. So, the guy's 89 years old. I don't know, he's 95. He gave $18 to High Lifeline. You know, hello, that's not going to earn you a whole new year of life when it's against all odds. You need a much, much bigger schuss. They talk about dying in the year of Rosh Hashanah, and then you dying before your time. The what? Then you dying before your time. So, who lives and who dies? You can die before your time. Person can die before the time. Absolutely, yes. That, that happens to be a few months ago. We did the Chuvas Harajbash, and he talked about this same exact Gemara of Chris Bedai, and he did. He mentioned that exact point there that um, that a person can die early, as determined on Rosh Hashanah, if Hashem sees fit. 
right? Meaning people are given an X amount of years when they're born, of what they're, based on their mazel, based on their gilgal, based on their physical makeup, their genes, you know, how long of a, how long of a life can this guy live? Yeah, every year that's reassessed. If you're actually going to live out that term. So that's that Hashem gives you. So this tomorrow is a doctor talking about that. Dying early. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I apologize. The hour is late. I don't know how long the other wants to say, but we need to conclude. Now that the Ramban has told us that we're talking about Oilam Hazeh, Taisus is a little schwer. You could take a look at the Taisus Rush I do have here, um, who tells us how to answer Taisus and kind of brings Taisus a lot closer to the Ramban. That's really where it's going. It's a little tricky, but take a look at that. So, what do we daven for Rosh Hashanah? B'ni Chaim We're davening for this world. We're not talking about so much, um, you know, what's going to happen. I want to have I'm davening. What's going to be right now? What's going to happen right now? Now, that may depend on how well we fare during that court case. Are we tadikim? Do we do lot? Did we do lots of mitzvahs this year? Do we do a lot of rishonim? A lot of rishos? Do we do a lot of averus? And therefore, contrary to popular belief, Rosh Hashanah is a time of tshuva. Mefurish in the Rambam. Okay, you have another piece over here in the Peliyotz. He says, uh, "Look at the first line here in the Peliyotz." He's really quoting the Rishash, famous Rishash. Five Khan just. Donated a sitter that none of us will ever understand. Harashash <laughs> was a tremendous makubal. You know, the real, real makubal today, I'll use the sitter Harashash. Um, he, the Peleoites was quoting him. It was, he, lived, he lived the same time, just maybe just slightly afterwards. He says, Vehain Ati says, What are you supposed to think about in Rosh Hashanah? This, I'm telling you, it's Kedai, just that we got to read this. Even if the hour is late, I apologize. He can't go into Rosh Hashanah without reading this paragraph. When you hear the shayfer, do you not tremble? Does it not move a nerve? So once our nerves are moved, let's think about what's going on. Let's think. Let's 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 assess. Let's analyze our ways of life. Due to our sins, our mother, this is a Kabbalistic term to the Matronisa, basically HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's really referring to the Shekhinah. Okay? The way it's Hashem's, when we talk about the Shekhinah, Shekhinah is not Hashem, it's Hashem's presence, it's the divine presence. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, you want to call it a Shliach, his manifestation in this world. It's, it's gone. And it's, not in, it's not the same ways that it was in times of Mashiach. And, and this is a very important uh, part. Before we get to more the practicals of based on the Ramban. I think it's very critical that we, we read this paragraph and understand this. You know, I was once on Rosh Hashanah somewhere and uh, the speaker got up and said, you know, Rosh Hashanah, down for the most important things. Down for Shidduch and down for Parnassah and down for our health. And we do. And as we'll see, we do. Definitely have to do that as we're discussing from the Ramban. But there's something, there's a higher, maybe perhaps a higher purpose going on in Rosh Hashanah. And that's what the Rosh Hashanah is discussing here. First, before he gets into, to, into more of the basics, what we just mentioned, he says, What's our drive, our direction? What should we be thinking about when we daven? Because 
To redeem the Shekhinah, the Shekhinah is in Tzara, Kaddish Baruch is in Tzara, from not being able to function properly like he did in times of the base Hamikdash. Kamaisha Kosov B'tikunim, as it says in the Zoyar, on the Pasuk, Vayifen Koi V'Koi, when Maisha Rabbeinu looks to, to determine whether he should kill this Mitri, who's, 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 who's hitting the Jew, what does it say there in the Zoyar? It says, He is man de yitar betuyufta letavra beis asurim dila lemar lasurim tu. Is there somebody who's aroused through tshuva to break down the prison of where the shechin is stuck in prison? Kiviyachal Golis. Is anybody there? Is anybody, is this person who Moshe bin wanted to kill? Is this person going to produce progeny who are trying to save HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kiviyachal? He is man de karla betuyufta diachsar kuchabricha shechin de Elakula, is there anybody? Do people focus on this on Rosh Hashanah? Elakula in Tzavachin v'tzlusin b'yaymed Rosh Hashanah v'yam ekibrim k'klavin. Everyone's screaming on Rosh Hashanah v'yam kippur like dogs. Havlanim ezayne, give me parnasa Hashem. Slicha v'kapara kasveinu l'chayim v'anana zeipanim. Is anybody davening for the Rebbeinu Shalaylam or are we just thinking about ourselves in Rosh Hashanah? The Rabbeinu Shalom's inside. The Rabbeinu Shalom's waiting. V'kol ish hayari es tevar Hashem liba yachol b'kirbay. His heart, he should be, he should just, yachol b'kirbay, mipachar Hashem, heart of G'ayin of Yitana libay, he should be filled with fear of the Rabbeinu Shalom. Oh, with awe, I should say. V'yitana libay ki hayoyim yaviyu es dina l'amishba lifnei melech machiyam l'achim kodesh baruch hushayv kolaretz. So he should think about the Rabbeinu Shalom. But at the same time, he should be fearful and realize that today's a day when Hashem, who shayfed kolaaretz, is deciding migufay umibanavu memoinay. What's he gonna? What's he gonna? Is he gonna survive physically, financially? You know, in in, in his in terms of his children. Vuhu yedeya komais ish. Hashem knows every deed of man. Machshavaisav v'sachbulaisav v'chol talumay slave. All his thoughts and everything that 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 he's planning, his plans. You don't need witnesses. You don't need Hashem. Doesn't need a proof. He knows exactly what's going on. Hashem knows what I did. What could I respond? Therefore, what are you doing, Hashanah? And if you start thinking about it for a minute. You'll start realizing different averis that we've done, and that's why he says he goes on pointing out different averis that, that many of us you know, that, that are common common averis. But he concludes there: Va'ata es ratzin. Rosh Hashanah is a es ratzin. Chazak v'nis chazik lahachni alibenu v'loshu b'tshuva shlema. We need to do tshuva on Rosh Hashanah. Kishari tshuva hayoyim heim psuchim. Tshuva on Rosh Hashanah. The the the, the gates of tshuva are open on Rosh Hashanah. That's what we're desired today. What is, when does the shayfer work? What could the shayfer accomplish? It's only totally the tshuva. If we do tshuva. The shayfer doesn't work. The Baltikeya and everyone involved have to be Bali Tshuva. It doesn't work otherwise. Vimlav, who kenagin hamenagin. You know, it's nice entertainment. It's a nice musical uh, piece. We're so careful not to mention the 
Ah, ah, so that's that's what I want to point out, right? And uh, he says, um, you, you can t- continue reading this, the, the rest. But that's his point. His point is that on, on Rosh Hashanah, number one, we should think about Kodesh Baruch Hu, the main, major one. Because we'll come at the same time, we also think about Tshuva. But in the davening, there's hardly anything written there about Chalchet. There's no Chet on Rosh Hashanah. But at the time of Tshuva, the Rambam and the Marina Vukum says exactly the same thing. He says... Kain Rosh Hashanah Yom Echad Mibneishu Yom Tshuva. The Yom Tshuva. That's what Rosh Hashanah is. So where's the Tshuva? Where's the Asham the Baganda? Where's the Alchait? Where are the tears? What's going on? So to answer this question, there's another basic fundamental question that you can ask at your table. I'm sure if your kids don't ask it. Well, if you have to do Tshuva or make sense that you want to do Tshuva before you get your day of judgment, you know, put in the best case that you can. Yom Kippur should come before Rosh Hashanah. Why does Yom Kippur come after Rosh Hashanah? It's backwards. So Rabbi Yisrael Salantar asked this question. His student, Rabbi Yisrael Patterberger, records it in the Kaych Ve'ar. And Rabbi Yisrael Salantar said, because you know why? There's a fun fact that we all ought to learn. Is that we're human beings. And if Yom Kippur came first, we wouldn't take it seriously. There's no Eima. There's no Eima Sadin. He says, Klaak Kaddish Baruch Hu gave us a gift of Rosh Hashanah before Yom Kippur. So that when we go into Rosh Hashanah and we daven for what the Ramban just told us about, B'ni Chaim he says, the you know what does hit the chord, you know, strike a chord by all humans? We say, you know, the lives of your children are at stake. Your life is at stake. Forget about your life. Things that matter, things that are, to, that are open to the naked eye, that strikes a chord with humans. So Hashem wanted us to say, today you're being judged, today you're being, what? today I'm being judged? Today my life is at, my, my finances, this is serious business. So Yisrael Salanter, yeah, oh, oh, now you're going to start taking life a little seriously? Okay, now you, now you can go into Yom Kippur. <laughs> Rosh Hashanah is a hachana for Yom Kippur. Now, is, is that a sad reality? Yes. Ideally, would it be beneficial for Yom Kippur to come first? Yes. But since Yom Kippur is the day of the most opportune time to have a successful tshuva, which, by the way, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you know, you're, if you're not a Rosh Hashanah, if you, you, Hashem will get is a grace period until Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur that will be, you know, finally decided, and you're, you're din, and you do have opportun, opportunity to get that tshuva in. But you first have to go through a Rosh Hashanah of Emas Hadin, Emas Hamalchus. Who's the Rebbeinu Shalom? Right, the Rebbeinu Shem is the Melech Malchem Haryayim Haras Elam. The Shaifer, the Rambam says, "What's the point of the Shaifer?" Listen to the Rambam in the in the Morin Avuchim. The Shaifer Mibnezay Yitaka by the Shaifer. Since Hashem is that you should blow the Shaifer. Kamoish Shabiyanim Shnatayra Ki Ilu Hatsa Upsicha Liyayim Hatsaim. Rosh Hashanah is an oh, is an introduction for the following Yom Kippur. He says, well, how do you know? It's one of the Seres Mei Tshuva. Rosh Hashanah's first day of Seres Mei Tshuva. But what does he say in Mishnah Torah? Why do you build a shofar? Because Uri Yishena Mishinaschem. The shofar wakes us up. It arouses us. We're going to start building the shofar tomorrow. And what's the point? It, it, it arouses us. Gets us ready. Gets us in the mode. Starts making us think about, whoa, whoa, there's a din. I already started doing Tshuva. There's, there's aim. 
When you first build up a person with appropriate aim, a fear of the Rabbani Shalom, fear of life, then a person will take tshuva, the process, more seriously. Because that, that's what Hashem wants. Hashem doesn't want to chap us. Oh, I got you. Hashem wants us to survive the din. He wants us to live. He wants us to be zoicha. He wants us to live a good life. So that we could do more mitzvahs and we could be Makan Shem Shemayim. So that is what we should be davening on, on, on Rosh Hashanah. Should be, we should, when we hear the Rosh Hashanah, we should be thinking about doing tshuva. We should be doing tshuva. Because if we want a good day, we, we want to do tshuva. But the prep for the appropriate tshuva is thinking about the awe of the Yom Adin, the awe, the ramifications of this day. Right? Hopefully the will come Yom Kippur and Hashem will, will, will put that all together. But thinking about the, what, the Malchus, the Malchus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that brings a person, the Sfarna writes that as well in, in, in Parashat Zemar. Right? Thinking about Malchus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Ma'oyer a person, hearing the Shoifer, right? realizing how... How 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 much control we are lacking of our own lives, that puts us in the right place so that we can go into Yom Kippur appropriately. So that's the takeaway. Rosh Hashanah, our lives are our, our lives in this world are at stake. That really stirs as Yisrael Slanter. According to Taisus, this doesn't work. Yisrael Slanter, right? That's all laid on the pillow. According to the Ramban, that today affects my life, my my life, my kids' lives. My family's life, financially, spiritually, then, then, then I'm going to take, take this seriously. And then I'm going to walk into Yom Kippur with the right perspective, the right hargashais, um, the right feelings, so that we actually um, achieve the slich of a kapara, shleima, and we shall be zaycha, ta'yayim hadin, the taiva, kasiva, vachasima, taiva.